When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nick Evans has been based up in the UK for a long time, so uh, who better to go to uh, to get a preview for the Six Nations than the man who used to be the England attack coach? Nick, good morning. How are you? Morning, mate. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Good. Are you fizzing for the Six Nations kicking off? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's different for us up there this year. This is the first time the Premiership's having a break uh, over the Six Nations, so um, we've, we've had a 20-week stretch um beginning in kind of you know august september all the way through to, to now and usually would would carry on through the six nations but we're um we're a bit of time off for us so we can all kind of sit and watch and see how this unfolds um yeah it's gonna be interesting mate i think um you know this time last year um you know all the all the players you know leading up to the world cup a lot of excitement around it now there's big changes you know a lot of coaching changes a lot of big players not there uh farrell and laws away for england dupont you know he's he's setting himself up for um, for the Olympics, uh, which is happening later this year. Uh, Reece Zammit, you know, for for Wales, he's he's chucked it in and gone to gone to NFL. So there's a there's a bit of a change at the moment, um, which is which is exciting in one way. But um, yeah, I think a, a few people will be will be missing a few of those players. Does that make it for an easily evenly contested Six Nations, mate? Is it as easy as people say a two horse race, England and I mean France and Ireland, or can Scotland compete? <coughs> Well, I, think, I, I, I still think it's a two-horse race, mate. I think um, it's weird. You know, they start on Friday night, which is which is a, a, a time we don't usually associate with Six Nations, and it's probably a, a, it could be a tournament decider straight away over in France. And you know, I mean, even this game's been bumped to Marseille because um, the start of France is getting ready for the Olympics. So, um, I, I, yeah, I've got a feeling it's going to be a two-horse race. I, I, I do like Scotland. I like I like what they're about. I like the way they play. Um, you know, they were in the pool of death in the in the World Club, and I don't quite think we saw the best of them. Um, I think they've got a chance to maybe put pressure on those on those top two, but um, yeah, I, I certainly see it a two horse race, and I, I can probably see France maybe just edging it. Ooh, the French without uh, uh, Anton Dupont, who is on another level at the moment, arguably the best player in the world. Let's look at England. Okay, what can you tell us about Fraser Dingwall, who's going to get a start at centre, and what was your what did you make of Ethan Roots getting a crack at six? Yeah, brilliant. I mean, both of them, I think, if I start with Fraser, um, you know, playing for, for one of the form teams in the comp, um, Saints. And what, what, what I really like about England is they've selected on form, um, you know, like uh, I think Saints, uh, Bath and ourselves at Quinn's, um, all, all at the top end of the table, playing playing some pretty good rugby. And um, hopefully that's a bit of a, you know, a bit of a sign of things to come, um, that, they, that they start moving the ball a little bit. I think, you know, we all saw what they were about in the Six Nations. I think hope, hopefully they that they look to try and, press the accelerator pedal a little bit in terms of attack and maybe play a little bit more. They've certainly put players to do it. Um, we'll have to wait and see if Steve licks the, the shackles off a little bit. Um, but Ethan Roots, mate, what a story. Um, yeah, you know, from Harbour, I obviously got an opportunity at the, at the Crusaders, played club for my old club, East Coast mm-hmm. Bays, back on the shore. Um, you know, saw him when we played Exeter up here and um, he's buzzing. And I think um, he, he'll be good. He's, he's in the mould of a, of the old Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine, you know, um, Thomas Waldrum. 
Um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's probably maybe a bit, maybe a bit more mobile, um, but that's certainly that kind of that kind of carrier, uh, that kind of carrier loves the loves the dirty work, gets involved, um, and certainly um, you know uh, pulling up trees uh, for, for Exeter and, and, and has got a shot uh, in the first game against Italy. Uh, Nick, actually, just reminded me when you were talking there about whether or not Steve Borthwick would let the shackles off. Uh, you, you were obviously attack coach this time last year for the for the Six Nations, and we've seen Tony Brown named attack coach for the Springboks as well. Uh, another team that doesn't like to send the ball outside of ten a lot. Um, do you reckon they're going to start throwing the ball around anymore? I reckon if anyone can get them throwing it around, it would be Brownie. Um, yeah, I mean, he's uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one that one. It's it's a uh, it's you know the double world champions. Um, you know, both their defence coach and head coach is gone. You know, um, Jacques's gone to Leinster, and and um, yeah, look, I think there's an opportunity there for Brownie. I think um, I, I think I can't see them going away too much from from what's won them two World Cups, and I, and I don't blame them. Um, but certainly there were there were signs that we were looking to play. I mean, all the all the South African teams at the moment are massive, and they've got electric outside backs. They're back three, and all their all their clubs now—the Bulls, the Stormers, the Sharks—are all electric. Um, so they are looking to, to to get the ball to those guys. And I think um, certainly, and patches probably in the World Cup we saw a little bit, um, maybe not towards the end, but there were certainly opportunities where they did get the ball to those guys. So I, I think if, if Leboc and um, you know guys like that are going to keep playing ten, um, they're going to want to play. Uh, a little bit more rugby, so I think I think Brownie's a great fit, mate. Speaking of playing a bit more rugby, are we going to expect England to get it outside ten with the inclusion of George Ford? I spoke about it earlier. They're going to be ticking away in threes, and if you want to have, be a betting man, have a crack at a at a drop goal or or two to have a crack at it. <laughs> are you expecting anything different from England? Um, I'd like, yeah, I'd like to think so. As I said before, mate, they, they they've picked on form. They've picked players that play mm. for clubs that move the ball um you know we the, the three that i said you know ourselves bath and northampton um we, we play we play mate we play fast and um we like to shift the ball around a bit so the product there is really good um i don't know mate we'll have to see it's unfortunate uh, marcus has got an injury because I, I would have probably liked to seen him maybe get a start against italy because i think he would have set the tone um him and danny Kier maybe you know certainly would have set the tone um but 40's in there i mean and 40's a class act even with farrell gone the, the experience that ford's got um but we know what he what he's what he's like. Um, I think he's a bit underrated in terms of attacking. Um, but as mm. I said, mate, if he's got the straight jacket on from from Steve, then um, yeah, it, it might be in threes, mate. Might be uh, might be a good wager. Mm. Uh, what what do you make of um, Steve? Borthwick putting so many uncapped players in the squad for the Italy game. I guess a lot of fans looking at it see it as a free hit, but Italy and Italy can be a different prospect, though they definitely pushed the French there last year. Do you, do you think this is a potential banana skin, or am I grasping? Oh, it could be, mate. Um, we live in hope uh, around Italy, don't we? Um, I think they've, you know, eight of the last um, six nations, they've come bottle, uh, bottom, sorry, Um bottle yeah they bottled it most of the time but um <laughs> but they've had their opportunities you know that they, they they do they do um they do look like this is this could be the year or this is it um but mate that 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 world cup was humbling wasn't it like mm. you know 100 points against um new zealand and then and then another 60 the week after um you know i, I know there's been a change of coaching staff there um it's exciting they're, they're probably the most cohesive unit um you know they haven't changed too many um so so maybe that that that, that 
that suits them. Um, yeah, look, I, I think I think England I think England will, will, will get the win. I think it'll be tighter than you think. Um, I think I think they will play. A, I think England will start to play a little bit. I think, like you said, a free hit. I think it's just a World Cup cycle. I think that's you know he's got a bronze medal in the in the back pocket. I think he's got a bit of time um, from from getting that. And I think um, he'll he'll look to blood a few people in. Uh, uncapped, you know, Roots is in there Dingwell now, so there's a few that'll that'll get an opportunity, um, but he won't want to lose to he won't want to lose to Italy. So I see a few people picking maybe Italy for an upset. Um, I think England just squeak squeak over the line. Johnny Sexton is Jack Crawley um, going to fulfil those that that role at, at ten, and how do you predict Ireland would go out without a Johnny Sexton at the helm? Yeah, I mean, this is this is it. Another one of those ones that are gone, you know, Farrell and, and, and Sexton. I mean, so you're ever relying on um, <laughs> Ireland when you see the team sheet to see to see Sexton. But um, oh, Crawley's good. Crawley's good. He's he's playing well for Munster. Um, you know, mm. they, they, they've done pretty well in the URC and, the, and they've done well in the um, in the Heineken Cup and the Champions Cup. So um, it'll be interesting, mate. This is this is what kind of all Irish fans have feared. What What is Ireland going to look like without um, Johnny Sexton? Um, but uh, all you have to do is look at all the players around him, mate. Um, you've, there's quality all throughout that forward pack, um, you know, in the back line as well. Um, you know, Ringrose is back fit. Gibson Park is there. Um, you know, like Doris and Van der Flair. And, and I mean, mate, it's a, it's, it's a world-class team around him. So um, I, I just think, this game again on Friday, I think it's underrated playing in Marseille. It's a it's a very intimidating mm. crowd down there in Marseille. Um, I think you've got the Bordeaux nine and ten. Um, even without Dupont, you've got uh, Jalibert, and, and again you look at that French team. And I just think I think they'll grind out a win, um, a win down in Marseille, and I think that'll probably set them up for the for the for the championship. I think. Nick, I just want to take a little bit off, off topic here, but we'll stay in the north. Recent reports have claimed that Saudi Arabian investors have shown an interest in some of the premiership clubs, including including Midland rivals Leicester Tigers and the Northampton Saints, mate. Did you see that report, and what did you make of it? Yeah, I saw it. Um, what was it came in a couple of days ago, um, and yeah, it took everyone by surprise. I think. I mean, I think Saints have just come out. Northampton have just come out today, and, and they said they've had no direct contact, um, which obviously means they haven't had any indirect contact. So they haven't really quite, mm. quite probably cleared that up a little bit. But um, mate, you know, there's the Saudi thing um, polarizes opinion, doesn't it? As I think um, I, from a from a commercial point of view. I think people see money, money in dollar signs and pound signs, and I think with the mm. with the way the rugby is in the moment, I can I can see the attraction. Um, I can see, you know, it's a bit like a moth to the flame. I think there's opportunities there from a commercial point of view. Um, but um, is that is that is that is is that going to solve all the problems? Um, is it going to is it going to just create even more? And obviously, then there's the moral compass that that again, like people are going to uh, sit aside on. You know, like we we just had the Pride Week up here um last weekend the last round before the six nations you know all all clubs um you know showing inclusivity which is important um you know people wearing laces colored laces colored shirts um you know like songs and all that kind of stuff which is brilliant it was a brilliant weekend um you know that goes against everything that probably Saudi Arabia is about so without getting into down the pol- political line uh, it's going to polarize opinion um mm. we'll have to kind of wait and see I, I i think it probably is just a bit of rumor mill at the moment um but there's no smoke without fire, I guess, so we'll have to wait and see. Mate, attendances are up in the Premiership. Uh, last weekend, I think, that was probably their highest record in a very, very long time. What what have you made of that? What do you think there's... Is there an appetite for rugby coming back in the north? There is, mate, there is. I think, 
like the, the product's awesome. The, the product's brilliant. Um, uh, you know, you probably don't probably get too much of it down there um, mm. in New Zealand, but um, the, the games are, uh, are absolutely brilliant. I mean, we've got, what are we, um, from one to one to eight, there's like five or six points separating. So every game, mm. every game now is, is, is competitive. Um, Europe is brilliant. Um, you know, the English teams are doing well in Europe now. Um, you know, we are competing. And, and, and again, it's, it's, it's a shame because it's come from losing three teams. So you go back to that kind of Saudi thing. That's where the commercial thing is, is they can see, you know, Newcastle on the brink. Other teams are struggling, even though they're, they're still surviving. And you can see, you know, the dollar signs or the pound signs kind of, there may be a way out there. But because of, we've lost three teams, um, the squads are more, the squads are, are better. Uh, they're stacked. They're, um, they're improving. Um, and, and, you know, we're competing in Europe now. So I, I think... The product is brilliant. Um, it's just the, the commercial side of it. Like, where do we get the money? Where do we, where do we see you guys seeing the Premiership all the time? You know, like, where do we see uh, the USA doing it? Where, where does it, where does it grow next? And I think that's the kind of big question, and that's well above my pay grade. Mm, yeah, uh, there was, uh, you know, we're, we're looking and talking about numbers. I, I see the URC had record crowd numbers this weekend. Just gone, uh, Nick. There was some talk that maybe. The RFU would look at putting their clubs in there to try and uh, sort of, I guess, get a bit more of a financial foundation. Have you have you heard or seen any more on that? Yeah, it was um, we our last um, Heineken Cup game, or Champions Cup game. Sorry, uh, was Cardiff away, um, and uh, so so we we went down to Cardiff Farms Park, and it was it was packed, and 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 they played on the whole England Wales rivalry, and um, which goes back years and years, and it was, it was mate, it was amazing, and and I think like. Especially for for Wales, um, that's where they're getting their big, you know, the the big derbies are where they're getting the the, the crowds and and the English teams is when they get the crowds. So I can see it makes sense from a commercial point of view, especially for those guys, is 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 maybe joining, um, joining that league and, and creating. I mean, I even heard someone uh, today. I, I saw it on social media say maybe there's a British league. You know, it's it's Scotland, Wales, and the and the Ireland and. That, that all gets together as one and then you've got the French League by itself and you create a European draw outside of that. So I think people are trying to find ways. Um, certainly for Wales, mate, there's, um, I, I can see, I, I mean, I don't know, I'm talking to Adam Jones who works for us. There's maybe where teams start um, amalgamating and getting together and, and, and some teams uh, get lost and because the, the, the numbers are just uh, dwindling a little bit in terms of player numbers and things like that. But there's an appetite to watch it. There's an appetite to watch England-Wales. There's an appetite to watch Wales and, and Wales and the big derbies. So we'll have to wait and see. Is there an appetite to watch the Crusaders take on Munster and the Bristol Bears? Yeah, well, I mean, and I guess, and I guess so. And this, this is this is the beauty. I I, I think there will be. I, I mean, I remember watching. Um, I think it was Crusaders came up, um, and uh, I mean, years ago, and they played up in Northampton. I think I can't remember who they played. They played someone up here. I think it was. Um, but um, it was it was brilliant, and it's great that there's an opportunity for the for that to happen. And I think the more than that can ha- that can happen, the you know the kind of worldwide um, audience that gets involved, and you know we, we've got Munster in this kind of time off that we play. Um, you know. Some teams, you know, we looked at trying to get the Western Force up and and, and things like that because obviously I, I see the Rebels have gone into administration or or something like that. So, you know, anything that we can do to help out around. Um, I'm off to Japan next week to do a bit of CPD in Japan, and we've got a um, a relationship with Honda Heat over there. So, you know, maybe there's an opportunity to to kind of get that involved. You know, the Japanese teams involved as well. So, whatever we can to to do it, um, and then it's just trying to find maybe is there a way to make this World Club league happen um that's probably a bit further down the line but it's certainly a start 
Yeah, mate. The Japan, I think, is the is could be the answer to what a lot of questions financially for New Zealand rugby as well. It's just about how they uh, how they broach that, bring them in because they made some mistakes around that whole Sunwolves project. Uh, the the mm. one team that we probably haven't talked about, mate, is Gats at, at Wales. I was just looking at the TAB here. I mean, when you consider that Scotland are probably what favourites for maybe third or fourth in the Six Nations at the moment, um, Wales are paying two sixty. To beat them at home and yeah. Scotland are favourites at a dollar fifty two. Where is Gats at? Man, this is this is uh, big big rebuilding for Gats. I think if um, there was a stat I saw today, uh, this time last year they had ten players in the squad with more than fifty caps. Three of them had a hundred and one had a hundred and fifty. At this time now, they've got five with more than fifty and two of them in one position. So they've lost a lot of experience, a massive amount of experience. Um, they've got a young um, young captain, Daffod Jenkins. Um, he plays for Exeter, plays for Exeter as well. So actually plays outside. I think he's one of the first captains to actually play outside of um, Wales uh, before. He's the youngest captain since Gareth Edwards, the great Gareth Edwards. So they, mate, they're um, they're in a big rebuild, uh, a really big re- rebuild. And as is kind of Welsh rugby at the moment, I think the kind of national squad's kind of going to mirror where Welsh rugby is at the moment. Mate, they'll they'll be full of energy, full of beans. You know, you know what it's like when you get a young team that I, I think they'll be given license to to go and play. Um, you know, that, that they they can you know kind of build an extra leg and an extra arm. They could they could they could be brilliant. Or you know, this could be a really tough season where they just learn a lot about themselves and 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 um, they get the experience um, for, for for next season. So I think I'd love to see them. To, to just you know go all out and, and play this kind of Welsh um, barbarian style of footy um, and just give these guys the the, the confidence to go out there and, and, and prove themselves. But I tell you what, the the Welsh Italian game is going to be a big is going to be a big game. Yeah. I've got a feeling for, for for who comes last. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, there's there's <laughs> there's some kitchen cutlery up for grabs in that one. Uh, good stuff, yeah. Nick. I uh, really appreciate your time, bro. Go well Cheers, and enjoy Nick. the Six Nations weekend. No worries, lads. Have a good one. Cheers. Uh, Nick Evans there with us. And, yeah, it's interesting to see where, where Wales are at, mate. And interesting also what he had to say about the Italians. Uh, and mm. a few few up there picking this is a banana skin for England potentially. Well, it could be. They've got a new coach. Kieran Crowley stood, uh, stepped down as, as the head coach. So this is a new time. And Kieran Crowley and the Italian rugby fans should be extremely proud of where he got them to. You know, they become a competitive, not really a team that you bet convincingly every single time. They competed, particularly in the Six Nations. You know, there was talks there a while ago they were going to get replaced in the Six Mm. Nations because of how horrible and terrible they have been performance-wise. So um, they've made a little bit of a resurgence, but I cannot see them beating England. I think England will be far too good on the weekend. And for Gats, yeah, this is a rebuilding stage. When you lose... Um, Resimit um, to NFL, and you lose Lee Halfpenny, who is actually playing. Lee Williams, Liam Williams, who's playing fullback. Well, Lee Halfpenny is actually just starting for the Crusaders against Munster. They've announced their team. Would you like me to rattle off their team for you? Yeah, give it to me. All right. So George Bauer starts at one. George Bell Hooker. Owen Franks. Owen Ooh, Franks is starting at prop. So who would have thought a full circle? Well, Franks in Quinn and Strange, Captain, Taylor Cahill at the other locking department, Dominic Gardner, Tom Christie, open side, Callan Grace, Mitchell Drummond, nine, Taha Kimara gets a start at mm. 10, Maka Springer on the left wing, on the and then you've got Dallas McLeod at 12, Levi Omoa mm. at centre, Shafi Haki at 14, and you got Lee 
half penny uh, to round out the starting 15. Ryan Crotty's on the bench alongside Rivers, Rehana, and you've got Noah Hotham, Christian Leo, Willie. Um, so, yeah, a it's pretty a, competitive side. That I was going to say, it's take a stronger a side than I thought we were going to see. Uh, same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And uh, it, it fills me with excitement. I can't wait for that to play out. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. Now, Six Nations is kicking off. We just talked to Nick Evans about it. I put together a Six Nations multi, is he? Okay. What do you think of this? Scotland head-to-head against Wales, $1.52. Mm-hmm. Ireland with a four-and-a-half-point point start against France at $1.85. Mm-hmm. And Italy with a 15-and-a-half-point start against England at $1.85. Pays five twenty. Yeah, good bet. That's a good bet. Yeah, because yeah, England, Ireland, uh, Ireland, France will be relatively close, you'd say. And then England, so you you predicting England to beat them by fifteen? Yeah, or less. It'll be tight. Mm. Yeah, it'll be. You, you know, reckon? you might go one to twelve. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay, it's going to be a competitive weekend. Very good. Okay. Love it.